1: surprise we are back even after we said we wouldn't be here it's um uh, a special uh unannounced edition of the fantasy football report we just had to do another show uh to talk to connor who is trying to defend his ffpc best ball tournament championship uh he's got two teams into the final um how's it going connor
2: um so yeah, I, I I wasn't able to make it last week, but uh, happy to, to jump on this week instead. And if I was a, if I was a, a a boxer defending the title, uh, for first first time around, first matchup after the uh, to defend the title, I'd be knocked out in the, the second or third round, probably. Oh no! Uh,
3: I mean, <laughs> first off, Happy New Year, guys. Long, you know, it's uh, yeah, we're yeah, back. Yeah, this well, is the I'm first this is the first repo of 2023 excited to have you have you back thanks thanks connor um i will say uh for those like uh what's up josh uh thanks for hanging out um i I will say the one thing that's really impressive is the fact that not only did you ship this contest last year but you're back this year. Like and, getting, you, and, and then getting two into the
2: finals. Definitely, uh, definitely yeah. right. proud of that accomplishment.
3: It's, it's, um, for, for everyone who's been drafting best ball, playing these best ball tournaments, I think you are, you know what you're getting into, right? You know, this is, this is always going to be a top heavy payout structure. There's a reason why the mantra is always week 17 is all that matters. Right. Um, But that, because that's where all the ROI is. If you don't like that structure and you like best ball, Come play cash games. My cash game returns are fucking amazing; they're great. But guess what? It's not life-changing cash, right? Right? Because, 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 because you know, you know, like you'd have to put a lot down to win a lot back. Um. So the fact that you're able to make it this far, a second year in a row, I think, is achievement in and of itself.
2: Yeah, definitely happy with it, and uh, definitely happy that I was able to do that. Um. But yeah, you know, had high hopes. One of so one of my teams um, it was uh can we pull them up here Derrick Henry team.
1: Is that uh
2: so there we that's, go. The, that's the team on the right that actually ended up doing better. So this is a Derrick Henry team. and um, obviously he sat out hugely reliant on him at running back, and kind of got a, a ten points from Chase Edmonds out of nowhere. Uh was quietly excited. I I saw there was a pretty big drum beat taller Algier so that that could have been more and then the the Philadelphia ended and up getting okay points not great but they kind of fell flat today and then uh Travis Kelsey big part of the team just didn't quite get there
3: no it's it's a shame because when you look at this team right like when you're looking at that team could you actually scroll down a little bit I want to look at your bench
2: oh no the question. bench is terrible
3: yeah no no, no. but that's but uh, that, that's neither here nor there right like, uh, yeah, that's right. Josh Edmund's, uh, Chase Edmonds fought back. It's a shame because you know you're you're dealing we're dealing with so many injuries this late into the season. Like when you look at Jalen Waddle down there, right? He's had a like f- from all accounts, he's had a really good season. And today, the 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 combo of Teddy Bridgewater and Skylar
2: Thompson? <laughs> yeah, 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 that, oh, oh, I... that's his name.
3: Yeah. Um, right? It, it's it wasn't enough. He just didn't see enough targets. Their game plan today was um, very confusing. Mostert took a lot of the underneath stuff. Um if I pull up the game like he, if I pull up the game log like here, um Miami really kind of <clears throat> got run out of the game, right? Um Mostert actually led the team in targets with 8 and he caught all 8 for 62 yards and a score. Hill was behind that. He had seven targets, got four for 55 yards. I mean, Waddle caught three of his five targets for 52 yards. But again, you're not going to get big scores if he's not going to see a lot of targets. Um, you know, t- t- Tyler Lockett was unfortunate because he had that injury. Then he was in and out of the game a little bit. Wondale. W- a, w- yeah. yeah. a lot Wandale,
2: of run bad.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Wondale could have been a thing. He really was coming on. Um, instead, we get Isaiah Hodgins and Richie James. Like, like, this is a team designed to win. I mean, Dick, Rashad right. Benny's season-ending injury I, does that.
2: I, I, I did what I could control, and, and uh, it got to the finals.
3: Exactly.
2: Both yeah. of these teams were top 100 in scoring uh, yeah. in the regular season.
3: Uh, and, yeah, it's kind of cool to see that you hit on both the wide receivers for, for, for Philly. That was something I got on fairly late because, for some reason, Devonta Smith's ADP kept sliding backwards, <laughs> to where he just made so much sense to just draft, even if you had AJ Brown.
2: Yeah, um, yeah, big time road of his, uh target. So definitely happy to see him uh, have that sophomore, yeah, so- sophomore uh, year that we were looking for. And... It's just,
3: it's just such a shame because today was such a stark reminder of how bad Gardner Minshew was. Like, like, um, like, I think the first half, like, the, the Eagles barely held the ball. Um, they were getting run off the field by the corpse of the Saints, a team that's like, I don't know what they're doing, man. Um, they're like, they they're like, like the Saints, in my opinion, are ending are, are going to be the team, like, a classic team that might back toward their way into the playoffs and then just get bounced, but and then find themselves in a position where they can't draft a good quarterback high and they will just picking in the dead zone like in the in the first round like it's weird anyway um that's 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 as an aside but like the eagles really shared the bad because they were set up in perfect negative script for both either one of aj brown or devonta smith to put up a big game um you kind of got what was more like the 70th percentile outcome for them in my
2: opinion um so yeah yeah given how given that they only scored 10 points 20 point receivers doesn't sound too bad yeah um so one thing I was thinking about is that this final week was so odd, so like <clears throat> uh, kind of off the wall scores, uh, and and it was like that from the beginning where you had teams resting players like Den- Derek Henry got rested, you had Derek Carr just benched uh, for because uh, they 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 just wanted to see or they just I I don't know why they benched him but they they did.
3: They're moving on. It sounds like they're going to try to trade him in the offseason.
2: Like half the quarterbacks in the league or half the, the teams were starting quarterbacks yeah. that uh, weren't starting at the at, at, in, in week one. Yep. And then you get these really strange run-out games. Like the the New York joints uh, scored 38 points and Saquon Barkley, 7 points. But yep. Daniel Jones is uh, – so if I click the the team that uh, is leading right now, he's getting 38 points from uh, Daniel Jones, and mm. um, and I don't I don't know if there's a Mike Evans team in here, Uh Tom Brady. T- there probably is a Tom Brady team. Uh, I know Pat's leading the uh, the BBM right now with Tom Brady, and just things that are so out of keeping with what the consensus uh, opinion was on these players up until now. And I almost wonder uh, what the like every time you have like these kind of sh- every time you have a week 17, there's always these big takeaways that that are sometimes result oriented and like people are like, okay, yeah. well, that's, this this is this is what you need to keep in mind now. These are the new rules. And are people going to be like, oh, wait, you you can draft that quarterback late because uh, you know, it's week 17, bro. Like, what, what yeah, blow up game.
3: You can I mean you could be nihilistic about it, right? Or you could be like a little bit more uh a little bit more uh structured about it in your approach, right? And you can say, Well, this doesn't matter, nothing matters. That's fine. That's totally fine. Right. If that's your approach, you can't well, be wrong. I'm not I, gonna, I,
2: I could see, I could see the, the, the opinion being so if you watch the the underdog baseball resurrection draft, so those those were in season drafts that went uh, up to week four, I believe. And the early quarterbacks got um, pushed all the way up into the second and third rounds, so you had like you had a situation where QB six is going in the third round, and I could see that if if that's the ADP spot that we get, that the argument could be, oh yeah, don't even touch them, Drop. You you should be going for the Daniel Jones types, the Geno Smiths, and uh, you you should be trying to find that. Uh, uh, you should be trying to find that quarterback to, rather than uh, I don't know. It, it's just something it, I can see that being a big narrative next year. I
3: mean, I mean, could you actually scroll down on that on the team on the right, please, Blair?
2: Uh team on the right, yeah, yeah. I wish that it could give me a full screen.
3: KJ Osborne is uh, he owes me reparations, man. Uh, <laughs> he's the reason why, that a lot of my uh, of my teams got dumpstered in the early rounds. If you could scroll down, please, that'd be. Just, I just have a...
2: So, this is a starting lineup.
3: Yeah, yeah, Bobby Woods is in the starting lineup, man. Yeah. See, this... So, so just... I just wanted to push back a little bit on your point. So, this guy took three quarterbacks late. But it could have just as easily been Justin Fields in there.
2: Yeah. So, Justin Fields, Baker Mayfield, and Daniel, Daniel Jones. Jones. Mm, yeah.
3: Right? I mean... In a different reality, there's like a different because these are all guys who were going a little bit late. So this is something that, that Blair and I have talked about a lot. Like there was no reason for Trey Lance to be going at QB nine, and then Justin Fields to be going much much later for them. Although it makes sense from a perspective of you've got better receivers, blah blah blah, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so in a different like, but uh, but him, Trevor, like Fields, Trevor Lawrence, they all went in the same neighborhood, and we've done work at Rotaviz that shows like the back end of the QB the QB window or take 3 or take uh, 3 QB's late could be a good way for you to to go about it if that's if you're intentionally structuring your team that way there's another reality where Daniel Jones gets benched at some point this year for Tyrod Taylor and the Giants decide to completely suck right and then we don't see this team right at all right i mean like the the whole reason i mean cuz the Giants need to make a decision on what to do with Daniel Jones and i don't think they believe that he is actually the reason that they're going to win. They're winning on the back of the defense and, and a couple of other things. Realistically, they, they've run for as hot as the Vikings have run on one score games. The Giants have also run white hot on, on, on one score games. Right. Um, and so that there's like if you want to take this nihilistic approach without are truly deconstructing the context within the season that it came from. I don't know how successful you're going to be doing that next season, right? Because like, the, like, right. I part don't think of it will
2: work either, but yeah, I can see that being like a big part of like how people approach it. Um, right. And, it might, and, oh, Daniel Jones, he got this new coach, yeah. which uh, formerly, which, which teams have now gotten a new coach and is going to like lift the quarterback. Right. And, right. Like, like people did the same thing with, uh, after Stafford last year, Stafford and Cole. Yeah. yeah um, and this, uh, this this wide receiver just got a new quarterback, and so now uh, now we need to drastically change the value of the yeah. the wide receivers on that team. Yeah,
3: yeah. Now we're gonna take Cortland Sutton in the third round, right? Right. And then we're gonna right, and th- that became and the, the the weird thing was Cortland Sutton was going in the third round, but Judy was going in the sixth, right? Mm-hmm. And and I think just being wrong there <clears throat> definitely torpedoed a lot of, a, a lot of squads, right? Because you don't like. I, I I guess my point is is that if you want to be nihilistic about your approach of quarterback, you can, but just make sure, make sure that they're going to play all 17 games without a risk for benching, which in God right. speed, right? Like like, well, like, like that,
2: that is the hard part about trying to pick uh, late-round yeah. yeah. quarterbacks. Right. Yeah. That's I mean, I mean, likely to still be playing in week 17. Than, uh, I right. mean, it's
1: interesting yeah. – I mean, like, one week you see a guy like Daniel Jones put up close to 40. But, um, you know, do most of the teams that end up in the finals look like this? Probably not. I mean, Connor, you've got two Mahomes teams in. I wonder how many other teams have Mahomes or Josh Allen or something like that. But
3: this guy was also carried by those 40-point fields games. Well, that's true. (laughs) Right?
2: Yeah. Um, Yeah. I I mean, it's just that some of it is just like a – uh every every team in the final had a bit of luck to get there right and then uh, just able to string together games right but i mean like, you cj hawkinson just had a 40 point game last week PJ yeah. mm-hmm. osborne went nuclear in 15.
3: oh yeah, yeah he did <laughs> completely dumpstered me uh no but like i, I mean and, and today you ran really bad with trevor lawrence right right um the 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 whole week, there was a narrative going around about the Jags, you know, potentially having nothing to play for, which, again, I don't know who made that rumor up, but that person needs to stop doing NFL analysis forever, right? Because that was, like, just, like, very out of left field um, statement to make. Um, and today, Adam Schafter came out and was like, no, the, the Jags are going to cheat this game like it's every other game. They have a lot to play for. Right. Uh, there's a division championship on the line. And that's great, Right. And they came out and they just destroyed the Texans so early on that they just had they could just pull their quarterback. Right. Um, They pulled Etn really early.
1: Yeah.
3: Right. I mean, there was like a bunch of non-competitive games today, Um, and then and then when you think about the QB injuries that have also sort of been poor, right? Um, Kyler Murray tore his ACL. Uh, Jalen Hurts. Freak injury of because the Chicago player like landed on his shoulder and sprained it. Um, just trying to think of some, other, trying to think through some other ones as well that happened today uh, or, or some other teams that might have been hurt. Um,
2: well, Lamar Jackson isn't playing because.
3: Yeah. And I do
2: know if that's an injury or is it because he, he's not happy with the contract or that he's been offered or, or how the team's been managed. And right. Then there's another one where it's like this. This is a strange end of the season. Where how do you predict that a player will like just not want to play? Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. And and this season also, like again, like again, like you said, you had Hawkinson, but Hawkinson was traded from Detroit. Like who would have seen that coming? Right.
2: Right. Yeah.
3: Um. Who would have seen? Uh. There was a, there were a bunch of other like pretty surprising trades. That Hawkinson one was really out of left field. I think.
2: I think that was the most impactful big trade. Yeah. Could
3: you, could you click on that Tron 10 team? They'll say they've got like some, or even the nice little sat team because they've was a player minutes remaining. I'm curious to see what they're doing.
2: So they've got Jared Goff.
3: Yeah. I mean, I mean, they had Amari, KJ Osborne. I mean, KJ Osborne really was the kind of guy you needed to really help you <laughs> kickstart, kickstart your, 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 uh, to playoffs. Yeah. yeah. Huge week
2: 15
3: um yeah oh god every time we talk about it oh matt ryan's another guy who lost his job right yeah um mm-hmm. uh when they needed lamar yeah the, when they needed more of the role the yeah josh lamar basically started running after week four when they needed him the most he fell back in performance yeah this is true um it's a real bummer i mean part of it also was a little bit surprising is that uh uh at least what at least what's sad to me is, is Mark Andrews has not looked the same since his injury, right? And that's where you get the big diversion or the big gulf between what Kelsey is at the tight end position with, like, everybody else now. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, but I'm not here to play the Chaos Theory game. Um Yeah, well, I mean,
1: it's interesting to talk about because tight end is clearly such a leverage point, especially in this contest. In the FFPC, it was last year, too. And... I mean, are there guys that you can rely on outside of Kelsey in the elite range? I mean, he's going to be 34, uh, and he's really the only one who's been able to put up this kind of consistent numbers. What are you doing at tight end next year?
2: Right, who are who are the elite tight ends next year? Yeah, um, I think that uh, next year might be a year where we get uh no 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 nobody in the second or third round. Like I think that um Kelsey's probably like the end of the first again and then in, in uh tight end premium FFBC, and then probably like second round in um in Wachikala. Underdog. Yeah and in underdog. And then I, I don't know like the only the only other player that I could foreseeably get see I could see getting pushed up uh, close to that would be um I suppose you have Mark Andrews but I, I think that he he's gonna be cheaper than he was this off season. And then um Kyle Pitts but people got kind of so burnt by him on the on the point scoring that yeah I don't know. I think there 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 could be like it it could be a year of pretty big tight end uh discounts.
1: Do you think uh I mean, the next closest guy to Kelsey in terms of scoring this year is Hawkinson, and he's almost 100 points behind him.
2: Uh, do you think um, where do where where do I where do I think he? Uh, yeah. well, I don't even know where does he go. Probably, he probably do you think he's in? Is he the number two in ADP? He might be. Eh, I mean, yeah, maybe it's
1: tough to say because there's like a history of him kind of not living up to right. the expectations we had for him in Detroit. Shout out to. Shout out to Hassan here. Oh yeah, 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 that's cool.
2: That's cool. yeah,
3: yeah. Thanks. We, we we talked a little bit about it last week. Just like the incredible cut down, um, <laughs> but yeah, and I'm not doing. I'm a I'm pretty much DOA. There's this one one team had like Evans, and that was it. <laughs> Two teams of Evans. I think they're they're well clear. They put up a disgusting score. I think I think coordinate. It's gonna take a T and explode. Yeah. That was this is this is right, Josh. I, I think I think the interesting one to re, like next year, I think we've talked a little bit about this. It's like the how do I call it? Like, if, if, you, if you think of Kelsey as like the first class tight end, then this would be like the business class of tight ends, right? Like TJ Hawkinson, um, Cat Pitts. So, so, so Cal Pitts, I'm interested in, but I'm also worried about his ACL recovery and like what it's like. And he could. I mean, I hate saying it, but he could be the guy who explodes next year in the playoffs. Um, but I mean, really, any of these guys can right? Um, yeah. Like, like even if you go looking at, like, DFS exposures today, or 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 just, like, ownership percentages, um, Slayton was fairly popular relative to Rich James or the other guy, Hodgins, right?
2: And um, Pitt's, his injury was an MCL, so an that MCL? might help him come back a little bit sooner.
3: Maybe. I I was, I was, we've been talking about this for a while, but where do you think Freermuth slots in here? Yeah. Where do you guys have a Freermuth take here?
1: I mean, depending on the results tonight so far, he'd end up tight end six uh, on the season in terms of scoring. I mean, I think he's interesting.
2: He is a classic, uh, what you call it, middle round tight end in some ways, in that, like, you're just not getting wide receiver type scoring from, him, and it doesn't feel like we will. And um, but his usage, like in terms of his routes, his snap counts, um, and and where he's getting targeted, suggests that he has he does have the potential to get into that business class, like you said. Um, yeah. They just need much better uh, offensive production. Right. They need a better quarterback. Um.
3: Yeah, I don't think they're going to give up on this guy just yet. Can you I think him? I think they're going to keep him for one more season.
2: It, I mean, in, in a way, it, it does make sense. They did spend a first round pick on him.
1: Yeah, see yeah. Him take, a, take a step forward next year with Prymuth coming on. You have Pickens maybe in line there, for a year two breakout. There are there paths were, to, to pick pick. I think we,
2: we might have seen enough. I, I I I I think I might have seen enough and. <laughs> uh, I can't even remember what's the quarterback's name.
3: Kenny Pickett. Yeah,
2: and I think I've seen enough that uh, I don't think I I have a hard time seeing him take a big step forward, especially mm. given the context of how much of a late bloomer he was in college. Like he was kind of a one year wonder, right? And then yeah, he in and he does have these good receivers, and he they have had they have played like bad defenses. And he hasn't really performed against the bad defenses with good receivers. So that, that,
1: yeah, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying to draft Kenny
3: Pickett next year.
1: <laughs> right.
3: But, but, but this goes back. You just want to push back just a little bit because this goes back to a discussion of how do we know what Daniel Jones, right? Yeah. yeah.
2: Well, I mean, I, I yeah. didn't have like a pretty good idea of what well, Daniel, Daniel Jones. Yeah. yeah.
3: No, no, I, I, I know. I'll average the just...
2: below average quarterback his entire NFL career. And then, they, they get in this coach that basically does a really good good job of either hiding him or only throwing in, in, in spots yeah. where he can succeed. So he's really been managed. Yeah. And so he, he does look a lot better, but, um, do you, you wonder if they, uh, you, you, you wonder if the giants are happy to kind of hold that on or will they try to roll the dice with uh, another quarterback?
1: Good question. I think uh if I had to guess, I'd say we probably see Daniel Jones starting for the Giants next year. Oh man, I think so.
2: <laughs> like what I guess they did make the playoffs, so the draft spots are not gonna be great. Right. Yeah. And then you think your best next alternative is their car. And yeah. Well, there's probably like a salary difference of what, ten million a year difference between I Jones and their car?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I don't know the details on that, but it's I mean, just think, a guess. Yeah, right. You think Carr at this point is that much better than Daniel Jones. Maybe the Giants do, but probably not.
3: Probably not. I mean, the other thing is, Carr does have the mobility. Daniel Jones today destroyed, and part of the reason Connor's not out here shipping it again is because Daniel Jones was greedy and took those two touchdowns.
2: <laughs> One of the many, many reasons I'm trying to bring be this again. back.
3: Yeah if you don't mind scrolling down I mean if you want we could look at Phantom Draco instead of No Limitation because um, so that's we, the one we had a look
2: that. at uh, Phantom Draco and um, yeah this is so. this is kind of my
3: thought here too and um, so, y-
2: yeah Patrick had the Mahomes Kelsey stack that uh, in this team as well that mm-hmm. was not it and st- I'm still tilting about Saquon Barkley where they scored 30 yeah years, I'm,
3: I'm, I'm still not like over it right
2: headline, and <laughs> What three times, yeah,
3: and they just gave somebody else a touchdown, uh huh. because I mean, in a different world, Saquon has a three TD game, right? Yeah, and then, and then all of a sudden, it's like people are out there, like the, the narrative is different, right? Oh, this is why you spend this is why I took Saquon sometimes in the first with a 109, or this is why he should have never been a second round pick, or whatever, right? People are saying that instead,
2: mm-hmm.
3: right? Um, because I mean, again, this is a very results-oriented game. It's not even in the like, in the moment. No one knows how to really respond, right?
2: Yes. Yeah, for sure. Like, and um,
3: I mean, what is a,
2: interesting? A lot of uh, a lot of not explosion performances from uh, key players. Honestly, is, is
3: this nice little sat team? Is this a zero RB team?
2: And Jamal
3: Williams, Raheem Mostert, Tyler Algier. No,
2: they've got Dalvin the Cook, I believe.
3: No, Leonard Fournette and Melvin Gordon.
2: Oh, oh, okay. I think I'm a different team. So right. it's not
3: really a zero, it's it's a pseudo zero RB team with Leonard Fournette.
2: <laughs> it's certainly not a robust RB team.
3: Yeah. Uh, Tyler Beatty from Denver. <laughs> well, yeah. Damn, this is like a guy who listened to Blair.
1: Well, he was he was on Baltimore when he drafted him, right? Apparently. Yeah. <laughs> Looked a lot different then. Or maybe it didn't. I don't know.
2: Well, yeah, yeah uh, definitely a very, uh, um, it's like a road of his, uh, suggested structure, uh, with some maybe players that we weren't targeting. Yeah, uh, just to,
3: Joshua makes a good note about TEs. Of so the TEs B uh, Pitts and Andrews are projected to target to be the, the target earners in their teams outside of Kelsey, I don't see any of the TE showing up as a top target earner, it's also what well pushed up. Kittle and Waller, they became a top target earners until a better wide receiver joined the respective teams. Yeah, this is all I, I agree with this. I mean, speaking of Waller, what are you guys doing with him next year? Like he's showed up, like and he's balling out. And and if we had this version of Waller, awesome. where would we be? Yeah.
2: <clears throat> I think um probably close to where Kittle was going at
1: this year. Yeah, that makes sense. I don't think he gets into like the top three rounds, even in FFPC. But fourth, fifth, something like that, I think makes sense. Yeah. Um, I'm curious on what it would take. Like Pitts probably is not going to be a first round pick again. Um, hmm. I mean, if they got a new coach, if they got a new quarterback, if they, drafted- they definitely
3: need a new coach, man.
1: Yeah. If there was a coaching change in Atlanta, would that get you back in on Pitts? or uh maybe you maybe you were never out
2: and uh, me personally I think um uh, with a different quarterback yeah I'd be more interested and um, I think that the problem was that they saw their quarterback play as so um so par mm-hmm. that it didn't matter what the game script was they just they just weren't going to the to toss it just they they have very limited faith in their yeah. quarterbacks right Whereas if you did have a quarterback who um, uh, could push them towards maybe like maybe c- closer to the the kind of like run pass splits they had with uh, when Tannehill uh, in in Tennessee, I think oh. that could be very interesting. For sure. But yeah. that might I I don't know if that would move the needle on ADP. Maybe, but I I don't know. Uh. Yeah, be very interesting.
1: Like if they signed someone like Derek Carr or something. I bet they're picking 8th. They,
3: they, they're currently projected to pick 8th. Yeah,
1: that's probably not high enough to get like Stroud or uh, another yeah. guy. Uh, I don't
3: know what you're talking about. I can't remember his name.
2: The, the Bama guy, Young as well. Right, yeah. yeah. I do think this is supposed to be a pretty uh deep-ish class. Uh, so maybe just getting to 5 would do it.
3: Mm. I mean, I know that there's definitely gonna be teams picking early that are gonna be looking out for looking to get out.
1: Yeah. But probably a lot of teams looking to take one of these quarterbacks. Yeah. Um yeah, well, i'm uh it's too bad these teams aren't looking a lot better, but uh it's definitely impressive to make it back to the finals two years in a row. I think um, you know, one yeah. week it takes a lot of luck, obviously, to get yeah to advance at all. But I mean, one week is almost purely Luck-driven, so I mean, it's definitely a, definitely takes some real skill to be able to have one team make it this far, let alone two. So, uh, yeah, definitely plays with that
3: from the results. That I'm kind of like processing. Isaiah likely just scored a touchdown. I think
1: where would you draft him next year?
3: Yes, he just scored a touchdown. Um, oh, uh, is he on? He's probably not on any rosters here. Are we <laughs> no idea. Yeah, that'd be uh, that'd be interesting. <laughs> and, uh I mean the, the reason I'm a little nervous is for our friend Pat Carine, mm-hmm. who is currently sweating his is his b b m uh he's currently the front runner I know I'd say like he was one of the guys who he was trying to fade mm-hmm. and we were fairly confident in this not happening, so this is uh really not a great turn of events here for him uh, yeah, yeah. on on the bright side it's only a one yard reception but I, I don't know what he needs or what he doesn't need so
2: I, i'd i'd uh, be really surprised if uh if yeah change because i i there's probably not too many likely teams
3: no but there was they were like, like right up on him some isaiah likely teams were up no like there was one right behind him or near him i can't remember anymore uh, so mm-hmm. i'm just trying i'm just trying to i just remember that he was one of the guys that we were yeah not wanting to sweat you trying to but find- he's he's not on this stream so we're here, to, we're here, we're here, we're with Draco. Drico, I, I, yes. I, I did have a question for you uh, from a process perspective and okay. from a, from a tournament structure perspective as well, from a, just from a, uh, tournament selection perspective, um, what, what really, like, why do you, or I guess, why do you play more? Do you, do you play most of your action FFPC or do you like, yeah right. And what is it about this tournament that makes it better than all the other tournaments? in your opinion like for for, for play
2: um i like this tournament because um it's a medium sized tournament mm-hmm. so the uh, the sweat the playoff sweat is much nicer than in the BVM so week 15 it's 2 of 12 and then week 16 it's 3 of 12 and then it's a final of 63 teams whereas i think that compares to uh i don't know exactly the exact and BBM, but I know that it's one of ten, and then one of fifteen, or something like that. Uh, and there's just so much to go wrong to, to, mm-hmm. to keep you out of the uh, the final. And then it's a huge final. Um, so I I, pref- I prefer that because it feels like even if I uh, even if I get a good team, like there's going to be some reward to it. Whereas yeah. I know a lot of people th- who play the BBM, and I, I, this happened to me actually in the quarterfinal. I had a team score 157 points in the quarterfinal, but somebody got 180 points, and it didn't matter. Yeah. If, um. Whereas in in FFPC, you, you put up that type of score, you you should advance. Right. Yeah. Um, I really like the tight end premium. I actually really like the tight end premium, and um, because it forces you to really deal with that position. It adds a new layer of complexity. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Um.
3: I also, I, I mean, I, I think you mentioned it, but I do want to reiterate, it's nice to have, for two teams to advance. Like, um, this reminds me of uh, the, the closest sweat I, like the best sweat I had was in a millionaire maker for DraftKings, Justin Herbert's rookie year. And I, I missed out on advancing from my pod by like less than 0.4 points because Deontay Johnson couldn't catch a football. Right, like he it was the night like it was Monday night football where he like dropped two sitters, dropped a touchdown in the end zone. I had like two hundred and four or two hundred and five points. The guy above me had like two hundred and five point six or some shit. And uh I was like tilting on Twitter along with some other people, and one of the guys was like, Yeah, I didn't make it out either. And like his his pod total was forty points below us. Like it was like me and this guy were in like the two hundreds, right. everybody else in the one hundred sixties. So it was like if I found an an, an average pod, I would be through, right? Yeah. Uh, into you week 17. An
2: right.
3: Yeah, and into, like, week 16, or week, yeah, week 17, week 16 at the time, with, like, a 2%-owned Justin Herbert, who was, like, going ham that season, right? Because that was the year everyone thought Tyrod Taylor was was gonna was going to be the guy. And, you know, there's, like, no forgiveness, because, like, you're down to the randomness of the pods, the fact that FFPC has that built in, I think, is actually nice, especially, especially because it smoothens out the variance a little bit. You know,
2: yeah. And and that's the thing. If you play, yeah, um, the the BBT and uh, best ball tournament on FFPC is it's only a top prize of two uh two hundred thousand, which is obviously very nice. But compared to the BBM, which is two million, um, it's twenty five dollars in the two million. Whereas the FFPC is one hundred and twenty-five dollars into two hundred thousand. Like, if you're in the FFPC one, you can't draft as many teams, and um, it's more expensive. You can't win as much money, and so it's it is a, there is a trade-off yeah. that people have to make. Um, but I think that people uh, people think about make the decision on how they draft or where they draft, um on the front end on, on the stuff that's most immediately noticeable, which is like the underdog user interface that right. you can get $5 and $25 drafts. Whereas thinking a lot more about uh, what kind of sweat you want, uh, especially when you've been doing a couple of years right. is important.
3: Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, for me, like you, you said, like thinking about the sweat you want is important. Like I've been playing ashhams for uh, a very long time. To me, it's almost like it's, it's, more force of habit at this point is just drafting cash teams just because it keeps you at least sharp and just in terms of what ADP looks like. Uh, and then how to think of, and thinking about cash teams is quite literally playing the best place type of stuff. Um, It's a little bit easier. Mm-hmm. You can draft however you want. Like I tend to draft some form of modified zero, zero RB or some kind of hero RB type and thing. Speaking
2: of cash games and just checking out the underdog uh, preseason draft that we did and uh, i mean yeah
3: yeah yeah this is this is great so um we did we had a road staff and alumni uh best ball draft uh peter overzet is coming in first place with 2232 points um daily rojo is coming in second there with 2160 points and rico is hot in his heels with 2100 curtis patrick is fourth with 2026 um there's a michael hitchcock is in there with 2000 i am there with uh 1822 um blair you are in 10th place uh and sean is in 11th
2: <laughs> and, john was in in last place for a while there don't yeah, for, yeah for a while I was in 11th
3: for a while um former best ball writer uh uh john Lipinski is in there at 7th uh current best ball writer michael dubner is in there at 7th at 8th um travis uh debbie writer and college gfs writers in there at nine. Um, and Dave Capen brings up the rear at 12. This is actually a really good team here by, by, by Dreco. I would like to add. He has Jalen Hurts, Trevor Lawrence, Desmond Ritter, Aaron Jones, Kenneth Walker, Tony Pollard, Alexander Madison, Kenneth Gainwell, and Jarek the God McKinnon. Um, oh, we didn't even have a chance to talk about freak injuries in Debo Samuel. Who you have? Stefan Diggs, DJ Moore, Gabe Davis, Brandon Ayuk, Kenny Galladay, Oof, the Visca Chenault and Julio Jones. David Joku, Jonah Smith, and Donald Barham, who came through today.
1: It's always fun drafting with other Roto-Viz guys, but uh, you, have to, you have to make a decision about whether you're going to try and stick with the zero RB even though you're not going to get those wide receiver values or just go the mm-hmm. other way and go all running back, which I think is what Sean did.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Sean went, uh, I think, the first four or five rounds. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let me check here. Yeah. Sean uh, oh Sean was a
3: one oh two
2: um
1: he yeah he, uh, first five rounds, his first uh wide receiver is pick seventy one. <laughs> yeah. Uh speaking of underdog, you guys wanna do a? Play yeah, play? Let's, yeah, let's go let's do it. Let's
3: this is gonna be my first one of the off the season, so let's get it going. All
2: right. Uh Connor, are you in any of these? Um this week. And for the first time with uh, Sam, but I I feel pretty up to speed on the strategy. All right. And the the general idea is that you want to draft a team where you can have five players in week one. And then you must be able to field a five player team minimum in the Super Bowl week. And the way you do that is obviously the the idea is you need to stack one team in the AFC and one team in the NFC um but you want to be mindful about um the uh the team with the first round by Ah, i see
1: we're in the we're the 104 four.
2: um and then the other thing that i think is uh important is you also want to look up who are the potential matchups in uh the wild card round for example and Dallas are pretty much shoehorned into the fifth seed, or the uh, yeah, the fifth seed, yeah. and Tampa Bay are pretty much guaranteed for the fourth seed. And so they will play each other more than, like 90%, they're going to play each other in uh the the wild card. So you don't want to 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 stack those two teams on, on in in the same draft. Mm, that makes sense.
3: But what if that's the team you need? No, I'm just kidding. I can't even <laughs> myself to do the bit. Uh,
1: well, who are we looking at here? I mean, are there teams that you definitely want to target? Are there uh, players you want to avoid?
3: So I've I have pulled up the the um the five thirty eight just playoff chance projections. They've got Chiefs as a twenty percent chance to make the uh, to make the Super Bowl. Bills twenty percent chance um, to make the Super Bowl.
2: So we're on the oh,
1: My yeah, my
3: preference would be Jalen Hurts, yeah, yeah, Jalen Hurts.
1: I like that pick. Um, I I mean, guaranteed pretty much to have a week one bye, so we do want to be not guaranteed
3: yet, not guaranteed, but he's probably gonna play next week. 92% chance that they get a first round bye,
1: yeah. Now, at this point, are you looking to stack Philadelphia? Are you looking to, um to diversify off of this team that's probably not going to play in week one we're on the clock uh...
2: yeah 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 we want that uh, we do want to stock up the eagles now all right because now we're playing for uh that the eagles win the super bowl basically right that's what this team all is. right
1: we're gonna grab aj brown here and then we'll, hopefully we'll get a little more time to talk about it i don't want to go on auto all
3: right um, no interest in um, um
2: so i don't think that we want minnesota necessarily yeah and um, because are they could be a two seed right and the two seed uh if they win their their matchup against the in, in the, the wild card they play the one seed oh really? yeah so something to, to look out for that's kind of weird it is strange but that's uh that's what the graphic says <laughs>
3: He is right. I'm staring at it right now. In the event that they miss out on Devonta Smith, do you want Miles Sanders or no? I have no interest in saying. Well, you know we're not going to miss him, so
2: yeah.
3: Um, God, man, Miles Sanders. Slappy's had
2: really interesting too. I think. What's Sorry. That? T Higgins would be really interesting.
3: T Higgins, T Higgins would be interesting. I agree. Low T. T. I think I I I think I prefer Low T to Miles, man. Yeah. Well, We should take Devontae, right?
2: Yeah.
3: Yeah. I mean I'm mm-hmm. I'm 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 pretty sure none of these guys are stream sniping. So so I, I think I think we should like prioritize Hawkinson down the stretch. I mean not Hawkinson, no. what am I saying? Oh I oh I didn't notice that it was like a wide receiver or tight end flex. So
2: yeah, I don't we don't want any Minnesota players. Yeah. Yeah. No,
3: I I meant I meant Goddard, but
2: um
1: uh, Yeah. I don't know how much Maybe not necessary, but um
2: I think uh, Austin Eckler is interesting, right? Uh, interesting.
1: He's definitely gonna play um, Week One.
2: Yeah, I, I think he's the pick here. All right, Ackler, good Yeah.
3: It. Um. So this is th- this is where this is where like my lack <laughs> of knowledge in divisions is just gonna show up. <laughs> Pretty
2: big. Now,
1: yeah. Does it make sense to stack Chargers after this?
2: Yeah. Yeah. It does.
3: Oh God. Um. Let's just hope the Chargers are. Not going to charge you their way through this. And then um, be
1: happy with a team that had only like t- only exposure to two teams. Yeah, teams. yeah, that w-
2: that would honestly be great. That'd be ideal. Oh, okay. You can push it to three teams as well, but
1: you want to and-
3: concentrate, or correlate matchups for potential Super Bowls.
2: Right. Yeah, that's that, that's what we're trying to do. Like the Chargers that
1: right. you uh, like, what you want is a Chargers Eagles Super Bowl, but you right. definitely are getting Week One some games in week one from the chargers and if they are terrible then you lose anyway so got it yeah i
3: mean i'm 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 actually in full ffpc playoff mode i've been i've been mentally getting myself ready for the boomer opto um (laughs) show i don't know i don't know if they're gonna reach us reach back out for the pentagon right again I, i haven't heard but i've i'm hoping to get access to the spreadsheet get my projections in i've got my own thoughts obviously um and um, I wanted to get your take on her. Like, do you think Baltimore, brother clock. clock? Yeah. Uh, would you
1: prioritize Herbert over the wide receivers here? Or would you prefer Keenan Allen? Uh,
2: yeah, I think, I think I would do uh, Herbert over the wide receiver.
3: Cause then they'll block everybody else out.
2: Uh, not, no, no more because uh, I, I think we've got two chances. at uh, the wide Yeah. Receiver. Right.
3: Oh,
1: can yeah. Stack him with uh, we've got three chances actually
2: and oh, yeah. if we wanted to
3: drop that Josh Palmer late oh yeah him maybe or DeAndre in, Carter or any of those guys
1: yeah in the tight ends here like Gerald
3: That's, no
2: no
1: this
3: isn't, a, oh, this isn't a tight end premium league dude and we and we get to play either the wide receivers or the tight ends we are <laughs> just, just we're just talking about how dire yeah, tight end sure. is I think I think I'd prefer Mike Williams to Keenan don't you think uh I can yeah, go with if you want uh, Williams. Go no, no, let's, let's go Keenan. Let's go Keenan first, and like no yeah, to make Williams go. is more likely to get back. But yeah, um, I think after hey, today's so, loss, so
2: my only uh, my only thought at this stage mm. is that um, th- the the this is a pretty gettable um, mixture. Yeah. So, and um, we should be thinking about players at the end that yeah. won't be on this sort of team. And would
1: you want – are you thinking players like Palmer or players – Gainwell.
2: Gainwell, yeah. yeah, right. Carter. Yeah. Not Mitchell. I got you.
3: I see what you mean. (laughs) Fred's Watkins. I'm going to put Berger in just for for good measure.
2: This is a pretty clean team. What about – Quez, yeah, Quez. You you got him there.
3: Because I think the the Packers are going to the
2: playoffs, right? So the Packers – I've got the Packers at – yeah you have them at sixty two percent sixty two percent yeah yeah
1: so that's pretty right. good if they if they beat Detroit they're in if they lose they're out so we do like Mike Williams here right yeah I think so right I mean we were ready to take him last round yeah so. and so oh
3: thanks Josh I didn't know that I did not know that they had to still win it's good odds they have to win right yeah if
1: they yeah. if they lose or
3: tie they're out. All those all those my all those whoever drafted like Miami teams earlier been deep.
2: Okay, so we have uh, a quarterback, a running back, and two wide receivers now in uh um, in the, the week 1. So we just yeah, need one more. In well. Uh yeah. I mean, it makes sense here to
1: get another running back who could be in the Super Bowl, right?
2: Yep. Yeah.
1: Hopefully catching passes from Hertz that happens right
2: yeah he almost he, he scored a touchdown today but it was called back yeah Call that was oh, brutal right. and so yeah now we need uh oh yeah, have a bad
3: injury right now in the in the Steelers Ravens game
2: why don't, if would you mind scrolling up for a second and look
3: like uh look like look like Mika might have Micah might have his
2: ACL oh that is not fun damn yeah.
1: Seeing Tyree Kill and Waddle
3: there, I mean, I know. <laughs> oh really- uh,
2: yeah, <laughs> I,
3: I have. I'm not. I'm really wishy washy on this stuff.
2: We can also look at one-offs,
3: right? Yeah, I was trying. I was trying to think of like who makes a good one-off at this team.
2: So I don't think anybody there. Scroll down. So Christian Kirk maybe.
3: Uh, no interest in Kadarius Stoney or Kirk. someone who might be playing in the Super Bowl. Um, Giants. Oh no. He's not on the Giants anymore. Right. Oh, Hardman is interesting, right? Hardman missed today. I mean, the, the, the only reason I met yeah, yeah Kadarius but- Tony. Yeah.
2: Well, he, he he might not miss out on a uh, week one. Oh, uh, yeah. they might get a bye anyway.
3: I know. I'm, I'm trying to lean more into the idea. Yeah. I'm trying to lean more into the idea of, like, drafting players who you hate mm-hmm, just nice. because life is pain. <laughs> these these ball yeah. playoffs are disastrous. Yeah. you hate, I mean, yeah. Uh,
1: well, we're going to be on the clock next. So, what? What do you guys? Where are you
2: leaning? I think uh, I think we take, um uh, Quest, and then who's ever left up there. Quest? I'm good with Quest. Good he's going to be.
1: He's going to not be on a lot of teams, right? I don't think so.
3: He wasn't on. He wasn't. I mean, he would, his advance rate was also terrible. I wonder. I want to know what his win rate would be because he was on quite a few uh, of my rosters that have been winning or made it to the like. They made it to the uh, week fifteen um, before getting dumpstered uh, by KJ Osborne.
1: I would also go
2: Everett over uh, Palmer just because yeah. I think yeah. that's more.
1: Uh... We're on the clock. You want to do Everett here or one of these one offs seem more interesting? No, Kadari sony has gone, so. So unless we want Hardman. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I think uh, I think Everett is
1: a I think Everett's a player. All right. Everett it is. There we go. You can kind of see. Well, not everything. But
3: no, but uh, but to recap for audio listeners, yeah, we, we went Jalen Hurts, AJ Brown, Devonta Smith, Austin Eckler, Justin Herbert, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, Kenneth Gainwell, Quez Watkins, and Gerald Everett.
1: All right, it's all Eagles and Chargers. This is uh that's pretty clean. I do like this kind of construction where you're kind of going all in on all in.
3: yeah, your scenario. It uh, is
1: I definitely think that's the way to play it.
3: It is different to the FFPC playoffs. Um, uh, Rico, are you going to be playing that this year? Or?
2: The um, the playoffs. I might. I might do one team. I didn't do anything last year, and um, just because I, I I had a lot of burnout at the end of the season. And that's fair. Yeah. I
1: guess they don't open those up until we know the playoffs, so we can't force you to draft one right now.
2: Uh, I
3: a, yeah, I gotta work on that, man. I'm telling you guys, I've I've got I think this year the Boomer Opto is gonna go one hundred percent. I have a I have a good feeling because we've been we've been very close to one to one from the Boomer Opto essentially using it as a proxy for most the highest ownership, and we were very close last year.
2: Yeah, that was fun. I remember watching that stream. That uh, that was fun. I think I did, I, I, I think I commented on uh, Hey, I think Debo should be pretty high here on uh, on the Boomerotto, and uh, <laughs> you pushed it, and they're like, "Oh yeah, yeah, you know what? That's right." And he did end up being really high. He um, was pretty. He was pretty
3: highly on. So I pretty I, I I love that I I love that tournament, man. I don't we, don't we don't do as well as we should, but it's. So top heavy. Yeah, we did. Um, last year we won our main event entry. We
1: won the main we won a main event entry, and then you know, we were we, but we know, went into the Super Bowl yeah. as the
3: fifth at the fifth as the number five five team. Oh, that's right. Yeah,
1: yeah, we've had some moderate success in that contest. It's always fun. It's a really fun game theory kind of contest.
3: Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I have, I have, I'm I'm waiting for the full field to be set before we can go to the Boomer Opto and do some pivots because there's some right. really fun ones. Yeah. There's some really fun teams that are live, um, but I think I think that we're going to see a lot of from a from a. Uh,
1: if you had to guess right now, who would you say is going to be the highest owned player in that contest?
3: Um, give me one sec. Let me just pull this up. Eckler. Yeah, one hundred percent. I think that's probably right. That's probably right. Or CMC. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think those. I think that's the two. That's the most common the only um, thing running is back. You bang, can for also sure. see you, yeah, I mean Kittle, I think
1: has, Kittle hasn't probably been good enough to make a lot of people choose him over Kelsey. Not over not over trying to get obviously. like Mahomes, Kittle, Eckler, something like that.
2: Yeah, Justin uh, Jefferson will be high as well. I think.
3: Right. Yeah. Right.
1: Justin well, Jefferson. Yeah. Oh no.
3: Yeah, G-G Jefferson's going to be like 100, percent like the most, the highest one wide receiver.
1: Well, I think Hawkinson will get some ownership.
3: I, I think. Yeah, but I think it'd and be Cook like... always does with the boomers. Dalvin Cook is like <laughs> someone explain to me why he's so bad this season.
2: He just he's an older running back.
3: So, so, so full disclosure like, uh, over at bettheprop.com, if any of you guys are into sports, sports betting or prop betting, um, we rarely play overs, very rarely do we play overs. And this week we played one over and it was Dalvin Cook over 71 and a half rushing yards. I think the first over we've officially played in like two months as a <laughs> as, as a betting group mm. and disastrous it's just like a disastrous out awful
2: um i don't normally and um, bet but uh they did just legalize sports gambling in ohio in Ohio,
3: yeah baby um, you, you 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 had a good one today too didn't you
2: yeah i uh so uh Jared mckinnon was really high on in the final and obviously negative leverage with uh kelsey so I bet him anytime Touchdown score at at uh, plus 175. And okay. I used my full uh, fan jewel, uh free free $200 bet with him. So uh, <laughs> easy
3: uh, money baby.
2: No, well, just there a little go. bit. It's not 200k, but
3: No. Uh, but it just, it just underscores how how hot you have to run. Um and 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 I've seen people complaining about making it to the finals and min cashing and it's just like you knew the bargain going in mm-hmm. like like you know you just you you can't control everything out of your hands like 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 like, right. like this week like this week set up as one of those god awful weeks and it ran out that way like like there were a lot of low scoring games or the all the wrong players are catching the touchdowns
2: yeah for I me mean, it did anyway
3: i mean i mean the Justin Jefferson highly owned high advance rate jock completely flopped.
2: Yeah.
3: In the process, it wiped out like two or three of my finals teams that were either playing for third place or first place. So, <laughs> I, I think I I, I, I mean, personally, I had a really bad run out in season longs and, and Dynasty this week.
2: Yeah. I, uh, I did win my home league though. Or I, I, huh? I won my home league. There you go. So, yeah, I'm
3: i was I was winning this highly I'm competitive work league. league that I'm in until Austin Eckler dumpstered me. <laughs> you know, I, mean, I don't really care about that because like, bats got a legit spread on.
1: Yeah. Well, uh, anything else we need to talk about? Week seventeen.
3: Connor, where can the people catch you on stat chasing? Are you guys going to be doing it?
2: Um we'll probably do uh, one more uh, this week, uh, and then I don't. We might. We might do some true the playoffs. I think we'll we'll be doing we'll be doing them as long as there's a playoff tournament uh, uh contests. But mm-hmm. this week I haven't talked to Sam about it yet. This week might be the the last one. Uh, That's fair. If not, next week will be the last one. But yeah, definitely a lot of fun to do. I uh, really enjoyed doing it this year. And uh, totally yeah, mean. might. might uh, I'm not. i I might be quiet again until uh, probably February or March and then see if I can pick the uh, the best ball content back up again.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're hoping to probably get into some uh, drafts early in the off season and livestream some of them, and I'm sure we'll want to have you back on to do some of those. So that'll be... Oh, yeah, that sounds fun. fun. I completely forgot um, you and I co-own a Dynasty team. Oh um, yeah, we do. I think Josh is in the league as well. you guys are doing pretty well there. <laughs> I was gonna say, are we like about to win the the championship in that one?
3: Are we? No, I don't. I don't think you're anywhere close there. Um, no, do you, do you made it. You? You, you, you I you think made the,
2: the dance. better
1: down there. It's a Derrick Henry team, if you can uh, believe that, and also that probably gives you an indication of how things are going.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so. We're team HBA and we got fucking walloped <laughs> the last week. Do I think is this a Justin
1: Fields team though? And
3: and so it's- so so the best thing about sleeper is how you can't look at their best ball stuff on your on your on your on your browser. Sixth. Oh in sixth. Josh just shown us June sixth. There we go. That's pretty exciting.
1: Uh uh-huh.
3: Josh that. isn't dent. That's <laughs> unfortunate. Well, he's got a
1: better draft pick than us, I guess. We'll have to we'll have to trade. Oh, maybe we already have his draft. You're pick. right. You might
3: have a bunch of picks. Yeah, like, like you guys and Ben, like Ben, also like has this like roster that shouldn't be competitive yet. Is also my God, man, how bad is Kenny Pickett? Five for eleven for forty-two yards. Yikes! Oh, and I just lost my Najee Harris under rush yards on that, ah. folks yeah yeah I, I i'm with you josh sleeper forces you to use the app i hate it i do too i got a lot of we got a lot of blowback about about not liking sleeper but it's just it's just so brutally i don't know man it's it's like um i feel like i'm playing Fortnite when i open the app like my eyes just don't know where to focus Explains a lot maybe i'm just old
1: yeah i mean i don't know get me back in the good old my fantasy league that I can handle I I I,
2: I've been using that for a few, I still don't understand how to use that uh, my, phone.
1: yeah, it makes no sense, but I don't know, nothing makes sense at this point,
2: yeah, we need a we need a new new dynasty app I actually
3: like I should like my fantasy league i i, I think I think uh, yeah Game <laughs> job my FF app yeah, I know what you mean man, <laughs> um
1: all these new fangled apps. All these new fangled apps. Back in my day we used the newspaper. <laughs>
3: um
2: we yeah, Kenny Pickett's and we pencil it out.
3: <laughs> Kenny Pickett's having an all-time awful game here, uh getting really bailed out by by Pickens. Um and not even a lot of Deontay either, which is just cr-
1: crazy. Something we ask everyone who's been on the show pretty much yeah. is where are you drafting Pickens? Deontay. Year, especially and Deontay last year, compared next year. To Deontay and we already talked about Fryermuth, but yeah the Steelers
2: receivers are are ones we like to debate I mean and, I mean target right what's that Pickens he's he's probably going to be a target given that
3: yeah, yeah.
1: after some oh, problems. Yeah, I think second so.
2: year player and where will
1: he go I don't know would I, you take him in the fifth round
3: no so, oh, so this is you go your team. I think, I think, I think they're gonna be in the sixth, man. Like, I think, I think they're all gonna go next to each other in the 6th. Like, I think it's gonna be like Pickens, and then it's gonna be Bam Bam. I think it's gonna be like. It's, you it's, think it's you're so kind of weird.
2: Earlier than um, Devonta Smith was uh, last year.
3: Ooh, Yeah, I mean, that's actually then maybe maybe I'm too aggressive on them, and maybe it's probably more like they're all in the seventh. I mean De- I I, De- I genuinely Vontae believe was, they're all going to go in the same round.
1: You you could see DeVonte sometimes this offseason going
3: like late fourth.
2: Yeah, but not yeah. not uh not very often.
3: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Cobra Kai's back, makes a good point. Why am I drafting any Steelers wide receiver next year? Why own any of them? <laughs> I do not see them ever being the wide receiver you need in week 17. Yeah, no, I agree. This is also a valid point. This is a very valid point. <laughs> um I think this is like Especially as you watch this game, and I think Deontay Johnson is down and he's clutching his knees, so this is looking bad. Mm. Um, Deontay or Drake London? That's a, I think Drake London for me. So yeah,
2: and oh, yeah. I think like late, maybe late sixth, six, turn probably makes sense.
3: Yeah, I, I mean that's the thing is that we know in a vacuum these guys are very talented, but like the quarterback is the quarterback play is poor. Yeah. Yeah. This is, I agree with this. I didn't taste a pickens because in the 17th round, taking place super cheap. Yeah. That that's discounts well gone now. Um, although, although this looks to be a pretty, a pretty bad injury here for Deontay Drake London. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm definitely on the team of Drake London ahead of Deontay here.
1: Drake London or Pickens. Jake oh,
2: London,
3: yeah, Jake London.
1: So you have Deontay ahead of Pickens? No, I have Pickens
3: ahead of Deontay.
2: Okay, where where do you have a? Where do you think Deontay should go? The ninth. <laughs> Deontay has not been good
1: this year, or really any of the last few years, if we're being honest. um He's been Jarvis
3: Landry light. He does
1: get a lot of targets. Yeah, except not even as efficient as Jarvis Landry. Yeah, and doesn't have he does any a lot of targets. And probably that keeps him having some value. But, um, I mean, I think he'll probably end up in
3: like the sixth and I'll probably have very little. Wait,
1: yeah, this is... have...
2: that's fair.
3: Wait, I might try some Calvin Austin in the 17th round. Who is Calvin Austin?
1: <laughs> is he, uh, is he... a rookie this year? A late round, yeah, late round Pittsburgh rookie. I think he's on IR, though. Yeah, but, yeah why not? Probably won't even be in the 17th round. He'll be free. He's, yeah, a, he's a speedster, as I recall.
3: Yeah, he's the other shield's rookie wide receiver. Yeah. I, I don't know how much we're going to see, man, because this is such a poor passing attack. Like, like how like again, Draco said it earlier, but it's just so weird seeing Pickett not really improve much somehow regress
1: yeah yeah no question he hasn't looked good i think um yeah i don't know and you never want to bet on even good receivers playing with bad quarterbacks kind of as we saw with drake london and we see it every year with a lot of guys i
3: mean this is this has been his most pitiful game yet right like his best game surprisingly came against the buffalo bills where he had 327 yards but no but no touchdowns it's been it's been a weird year for Steelers receiving touchdowns yeah this is yeah but I wonder if that's really really Galbrain in the 20th because there's still some guys you could I mean this year Jerry McKinnon was in the 20th and he wasn't even like a Galbrain play
1: probably makes sense to get some exposure to uh where does Gabe Davis
3: rookie this is a good question Drico. yeah
2: that's a good one if he keeps the wide receiver two job and probably still like the six or seven right
3: yeah i mean yeah. i because you can see the path to to making excuses for him right he got tweaked his ankle got well hurt. all the
2: arguments for like the the ultimate upside that he had are like not as strong anymore right
3: yeah they were they weren't strong to begin with anyway
2: oh uh, well they're not as easy to, to envision yeah. for like somebody right. to, like picture that because like people were like talking about it and they were like oh well what if Gabe Davis overtakes Stefan Diggs this year? <laughs> that's in that's in that's a five percentile or one percentile outcome, but it's possible. Um, yeah. But, but it's, now it's, clearly, is, it's impossible. It's clearly it, it was clearly a bad sort of like speculation.
3: Yeah, no, I'm I'm with you. I I big big ADP suckered me into Allen Robinson, brother, and I'm never going back. The ADP. I am never going back. Who is 2023's Allen Robinson? Uh
2: that's a that's a the he, who's gonna be, be the the target vacuum or where where is there gonna be a vacuum of uh, an absence of targets or whatever that somebody steps into? That's a that's a difficult
3: Especially given like given um whoa, this is a hot take. I would mean, admit I thought Gabe Davis would outdo T Higgins. That's a that's a that's a spicy take. Uh I will hmm. say that I like the enthusiasm for Jamar Chase there. Um, I, I, I don't know if I ever could have seen that. Yeah, Deontay Johnson. This is a good one, actually. This is a, that's actually a pretty
1: <laughs>
2: good
3: answer. Oof. That's, probably, yeah. that's pretty close. That's a pretty that's true, true. Um,
1: Yeah, does it have to be someone who changes teams? Probably not. You just have to kind of be a guy who's getting
2: drafted early and not gonna, no, no, all No, I know. Alan Robinson's all. Somebody on a team where a big-time wide receiver leaves. Yeah. Because, like, it's not going to be Alan Lazard, right? No. Because, like, we, we've seen when Alan Lazard is the or one so people can't imagine that. It needs to be a situation where something's changed, and now people can believe that, oh, hey, this mediocre NFL wide receiver is going to be great now because his great teammate, or he's not playing with a great teammate.
1: Amari Cooper,
3: maybe.
2: The yeah, issue I, with Allen
3: Robinson is actually like that. Yeah. Um, the, the issue that I have with Allen Robinson is he always getting built in with his cheerleaders, right? And and his cheerleaders for a very long time kept that ADP so high and aggressive. And then mm-hmm. he everyone was like, oh, he's stepping into the Robert Woods role, right, which yeah, is man. valuable. Like, I don't know how we're going to see that kind of narrative play itself out that said there is a target vac i guess hypothetically a target vacuum in, in l.a i don't know if they can even afford can you to back sign on anyone to DJ
2: train next year yeah Say again? Are i'll back that. on the dj merge train next
1: year oh probably a little bit like this oh. is a, a great end of the year yeah i think i mean you would expect him to be cheaper next year than he was this year like he's not going to be in the third round this year you think right so in that
3: case i'll be back in <laughs> Or
1: not, not, it, I was never out.
3: Yeah, I would. I would very gladly take Michael Pittman in the fifth. Um, I am never paying third round Michael. I wasn't paying third round Michael Pittman much anyway. But no chance in hell am I chasing third. I I will very gladly take fifth round Michael Pittman with Derek Arner Center.
1: See, I think Pittman has a good chance to be Allen Robinson.
3: You think so? But he's wider in a wide receiver situation one. like that
1: yeah well I think I Rob- think
3: fifth round is fair was, but like Allen Robinson wound up on a hypothetically high-powered offense in a in a target vacuum where people were projecting him for 90 targets yeah like you like you had like people who were like oh I plugged I plugged Allen Robinson's projection in my spreadsheet you won't believe where he came out wide receiver <laughs> eight it's like all right um cool.
2: what about uh Keenan Allen this this year like oh no yeah he will be like in the fifth or sixth right
1: how is Pittman? Yeah, how is Pittman? The next Allen Robinson? I mean, yeah. Pittman's another guy who I'm going to say something that's probably wrong, so don't don't double check me. But <laughs> Pittman's another guy who uh, I think has not necessarily lived up to his opportunity in a lot of seasons. Um, he's younger than Robinson was coming into this year, so there is a lot of there's some mitigating circumstances there, yeah. but. um I um, think he's got a little bit more upside. Generally, not a Pittman believer. And I uh, think
3: I think it comes down to how you see Allen Robinson, right? Yeah, I think I think I think fifth dude, I really do think that
1: Pittman has lived up I to really, his. Do you think Pittman lived up to his ADP this year?
3: No, not at all. But I do think that you knew some of that, like when this was there given the quarterback situation. I think fifth round Pittman's a little bit more palatable. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, the Colts really dumpstered everybody badly this year, right? JT at the 101, uh, Pittman in the third, shit. Even Alec Pierce late, like didn't do as much as you thought he would. Braden Gamble didn't do much.
2: Here's the um, Here's the Pittman is, um, uh, Alan Robinson argument. And uh, so, one of the things about Alan Robinson was that he was getting all these targets, but he didn't turn them into. A hot his yards per reception and yards per target were always really low and um, they were well below of what like you consider like an alpha receiver so last year which was like kind of like michael Pittman's big year he had 12 and a half yards per reception and 8.3 yards per target um, and and it, it was obviously lower this year and um, and and that is those are very similar numbers to out to like peak Alan Robinson of like, it, yeah, he's, he's getting all these targets, but he's not doing very much with them on a per target basis. So I don't, I don't think you'll get a situation where Pittman is just going to age out like Robinson did, mm-hmm. but he is somebody where people, they project these targets onto him and say, Oh, well, like, if he just does X, Y, Z efficiency, like baseline efficiency, then it's, it's great. But he's not the type of player where you, you you're just always going to get bad efficiency from him, and so I, price has to be cheap to win. I
3: have one. I have one. Even though I'm a fan, Calvin Ridley could be next year's Allen Robinson.
2: Oh, that's a good one.
3: Yeah. Um, this I think, I think a more
2: upside for Calvin Ridley. But... I
3: think so. I think there's a little bit more upside for Calvin Ridley. but We haven't seen him in two years. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, then... the
1: last time he played, he was like really efficient. So there's some. Some hope, but obviously coming back after 2 years off is not easy for anyone so it wouldn't
3: and he's and he's going to be joining probably. a team that's uh, that's hyped with a good yeah uh, yeah 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 like as as just as, a, as an overdrafted player where he might be going um, yeah. cuz he could he, be well, one of those he, guys cuz you could see people taking extrapolating Jags' offense is going to be good etn goes at the first at the one two turn um yeah, man, just, well, welcome to the, yeah. <laughs> like, ETN's going to go the 1-2 turn. And then where does that leave Kirk, Zay, Evan Ingram, and then Calvin Ridley? I expect Calvin Ridley to honestly be um, in the 6th, 7th round as we start. And then I can expect, like, all the the hype machine just gets going. He's in the 5th. Because I think people want wanted, yeah, I, man, yeah, the, Calvin Ridley is closer to... to to being out of the league than he is like He's being a spring chicken. Else 28. Right.
2: Yeah. He's like definitely in that range where receivers start getting older. And, yeah. And he yeah. hasn't
1: played for two years. He just yeah. turned 28, right? Like his birthday was in December or something.
3: Yeah. And... You
2: know a frightening amount about the biography of these players. <laughs> but you're right. Yeah. He, December 20th. So he just turned. Uh,
1: I looked this 20th. up not that long ago but i couldn't remember the year he was born i remembered the month but
2: (laughs) yeah it's
3: he was also a polarizing prospect yeah i think i think i i want to fade him as well i just it just depends on his cost and it like jags players are going to be very expensive next season and so i think i think we just need to be mentally very prepared for the clown car that's about to be the like the jags uh hype machine Cause everyone's gonna be getting in on it. I, I don't like. I only see it being like a line goes up situation with 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 the Jags uh, skill players next mm-hmm. year.
2: Yeah, agree.
3: Um, it's such a it's such a perfect storm next year because like the defense is kind of bad. Lawrence has shown that they're able to play from behind um, and score a shit ton of points. So we
2: just need to be
0: like
3: like this becomes a situation of. uh
2: I'll tell you what I need uh, to to drop the shit out of Wilson and Moore. I need yeah, man, to tell me that fucking Zach Wilson is never yeah. going to start another football game. <laughs> and I'll yeah, that's that's it. Whatever, it doesn't matter
1: it. if it's Garoppolo, yeah. or Mike White, or Joe Flacco, anyone. Right,
3: Derek Carr could be yeah. anybody. They're just so good. They're just really talented football players to where I don't think I need to worry too much about the signal caller under center.
2: As long yeah. as it's not, it Does
3: seem to make a difference though, yeah. Because Zach Wilson is like it's not even bet. he's not even CFL or XFL or AAF or whatever level bad.
1: Do you think they might try to draft a quarterback this year? Yeah. No.
3: Oh, the oh. Jets. Yeah. Jets. Yeah, yeah. I guess it depends on what the draft slot is. I don't know if they're going to trade up.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, if they want an early guy, they'd have to. But I don't know. I don't know enough about this this year's quarterback class to know whether they're guys worth drafting and like, you know, pick 20 or pick 15 or
3: something. Ooh. So they are just going to go from Zach Wilson's Wilson to Zach Wilson 2.0. And I think
2: a lot that, of the, I think they'll to the, be ready to, uh, to move on. Yeah. Yeah. What's, what's really, right. what's, what's really at, crazy.
1: At bench Wilson. Yeah. This year.
3: How, yeah. how is it that like, like a 40 year old Joe Flacco, Oh, and then a bunch of like has-been quarterbacks show up, or never were quarterbacks, all ball out with his offense, and Zach Wilson can't
2: get it done. It's such yeah, an indictment, Wilson's man.
1: It's not an NFL right level quarterback team. Uh, I mean, but I you mean, know anything,
2: do you think that he he will get a job as like a backup?
1: Probably. I mean, isn't Josh Rosen still Probably. kicking around the league? Yeah.
2: These,
3: there's some of these first-rounders that just kick around the the. Yeah. Right. Um, well, that would be a very sad end to this man's career. <laughs> uh, no, so 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 with Wilson and Moore is, is I'm definitely taking them at ADP. Um, ADP. I'm assuming I'm assuming for Wilson might be in the sixth round. Moore might be in the ninth or tenth. Um, oh, man, I think he could be in like the third. You think Wilson could be that high? Yeah. Yeah, but we're gonna need we're gonna need Ben and Sean and Colin to like keep it down, man, because they're the ones who're gonna like destroy that ADP. <laughs>
2: So you but, think Wilson will be in the third round? I, I think mean, he's gonna go in the fifth or sixth, but I think he could get there. Yeah, I think he might be yeah. Just because he did he, he has been so good.
1: He has he has been and, really good, really good with not good quarterbacks. Um yeah.
2: And you're talking about are, are you baking in a scenario where they get someone like their car or they drop a quarterback. This is the like, back. I'm trying to benchmark it to uh yeah, Elijah
1: Moore. He went in the fifth, right? <coughs> you go into the season expecting like Mike White is going to be the starting quarterback.
3: You still, God, I'd kind of probably of, take him in the fifth round, easy. Put a pretty
1: good premium on Wilson.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. If if you gave if you gave people like the stamp of like no Zach Wilson for seventeen games, <laughs> everyone would climb in. Man,
1: a guy who's been as good as Wilson has. Yeah,
3: yeah. Essentially. Like, like, essentially, like, in, the, in the, the I remember the early part, like, the narrative on him switched so, like, took a while to switch, but it was, oh, why isn't Elijah Moore run? And I got like, well, who's this guy? And then, like, he just kept doing it again and again and again mm-hmm. and again.
1: Today, he only had uh 18 yards, but still got those 11 targets. So,
3: yeah, I mean, that is just ridiculous. You even I mean, still I mean, are happy with this
1: performance? If you can, I mean, if you're a big enough Gary Wilson fan, you can make anything sound
3: good. I mean, today, today, what Tyler Conklin went off, right? And again, like we were talking about this, and it, you know, any given Sunday, yada yada. But like, it could have been a guy, big guy Wilson, game. Yeah. Again.
1: All right. Uh. Yeah. Well, I just saw another name I'm interested in talking about. Where would you take Brees Hall next year?
3: I
2: think he could be, I, Yeah, 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 I, 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 I. Not, No, no I no. was an ACL tear, right? Yeah.
3: ACL, MCL, LC, I think it was a, it was oh, a lot of tear it was that situation. Second,
2: moment, when did he tear it? Week six, week five, Pretty
3: week small.
1: seven, week seven.
2: When did he get the surgery? So he had surgery in November. And so that'll be two months plus. What and into the second. so it'll be eleven months. Uh, he had it in November, and so eleven months after surgery is uh is when the season will start. Ooh, this is a hot take. I think maybe not.
1: Yeah. and Acres over breeze in twenty twenty three. No, that's not. A, that's not a. Don't hot acres. You don't think that's hot? No, I think our, it's our, a good wait, day. I, think, I, think, I think Acres over brief I think is Acres. A hot. is a lot. but
2: I think Dobbins over Brees sounds reasonable given the uh, the knee yeah. injury surgery. Right. Good point. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah. Well, I still like Brees. I'm still eager to take him. Almost no matter where where his ADP is, but I'm probably too uh, too optimistic about his recovery.
2: Well, I just said uh, I maybe I'm I'm just a little burnt by uh, um, what was it J.K. Dobbins? His. Yeah. His slow recovery, yeah. James Williams, and yeah, I, 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 and it does depend on how, how bad the tear is. Like maybe, maybe that, that's something where we all kind of like categorize ACL tears, very similar. Whereas someone's like, oh well, Godwin, he had an an easier repair, whereas J.K. Right. Dobbins, he had the bad repair. Yeah. Can you get that information? How, like, is that available? Because we didn't know that until, what was it, like a month before the season started and J.K. Dobbins, Dobbins just like laid it out.
1: Yeah, right, 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 right. Well, yeah, so I guess if Paul's tear was as bad as Hassan says, then maybe this is a longer recovery.
3: Yeah, Devontae Smith's definitely in the third next year. No no, no free square like that But the Eagles receivers next year.
1: <laughs> Do you have a preference between, uh, I mean, you still probably taking A.J. Brown over Devontae Smith, but...
3: yeah. AJ is probably a first rounder though. Right. One, right. Two Suppose two AJ
1: Brown is like back half of the first, then then does Devontae in the third become the more attractive way to play that offense?
3: I think. I think. I really want to. I'd really want to explore you to Goddard next year. Maybe. Um, the Broncos hire Lions' offensive. Where do you trust Sutton and Judy, or is Rush just human <laughs> garbage? Um, I'm still interested. We we talked about this uh, a few pods ago, but I still, I'm interested in Judy next year. Um, I think I think as much as the market were, the overcorrected on them this year, they might undercorrect on them next year. So you might wind up with a bunch of like a couple of values. So is zero RB dead? My Jefferson AJ Brown Tyreek Hill team got smoked by an Eckler and Saquon team. No zero RB is not not dead. We just ran bad. Um, Saquon uh,
2: Saquon scored seven points a day.
3: Yeah, so you really got smoked That's by Eckler's squad zero RB team was. <laughs> yeah um jefferson was a really bad beat uh with zero a.j brown had like 20 points very Hill not that great thanks to friggin Sky, Skylar thompson or whatever his name is um uh yeah random variance for the week i mean look like like you like some of the top scores in the week include jamal williams and raheem Mostert. i have Mostert on my bench i couldn't even start him i had a devil singletary and i should have yeah
1: um, I was gonna say, I mean, we know that the guy who won a million in Best Ball Mania regular season had a zero RB team. RB Connor, I know you like to draft zero R B. You've got two teams in the final this year for those zero R B teams? No. Well,
3: that's close. Something like it. Yeah. I mean, on the other hand, I've got like a few like Yeah, you know, on the other hand, I've got a few like reasonably robust, like well not robust, but like hero RB teams with Dalvin Cook he didn't do anything or iron rod iron like jones he didn't do as much um and then there's those slappies with Derek henry who couldn't even start him so
2: my... just uh, just one of
3: those just it's one of those random weeks where like the guys like, like stud players who would smash spots either sat or were not required there you go i mean look at this jerry mckinnon yes this was a
1: saquon team
3: yeah
2: still uh Modified zero RB. So Alex. Saquon Dalvin Cook, but I, I think this this the where they get the score from matters too. Like obviously uh, Swift is the second rounder. Jerick McKinnon came from nowhere. Yeah. And this like, is a. It it just like it it's very hard to be that deterministic on that. Right. right. Yeah. Like oh, I, I had these three great receivers. They didn't score that well this week, um, so it can't work. And obviously, uh, Eckler he had the great performance, and so so that means that he does matter this week. And he did he scored a lot more points than the most of the early wide receivers. But there was many weeks this year where the top wide receivers. Do you remember the first couple of weeks of the season where the, the uh? the top wide receivers just smoked
3: the area oh yeah 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 the people everyone was crying about it well even Eckler was like not doing as well he was just like it glorified yeah Jamal Williams yeah yeah but people were crying about it yeah, it wasn't talking
1: about you know halfway through the season we're talking about oh we're not going to be able to even draft zero RB next year because all the all the wide receivers like the first round is going to be all wide receivers or something
3: right yeah it, um you had I mean, it wasn't until both Keenan Allen and Mike Williams went out that Eckler started getting a massive jump in Prague's share. Um, this is a good question by Cobra Kai, which is which round do you take TE2 next year and who is TE2? For me, it's still Mark Andrews. Um, I'm under the assumption that Lamar's coming back, but I'm open to hearing something else.
1: No, I think that's right. And I think, like, um, FFPC, if, he's in, if he drops to the third round, I think he probably is pretty... A pretty easy pick there for me anyway. What do You guys think?
2: Yeah. Yeah. And Woof. for sure. And for uh, sure. and Tyne, the tight end premium could see him still hanging around the uh in some drops at late second. Yeah. A very he, clear target in the third. Yeah. Maybe even
1: his, you know you know well, after this season he probably doesn't he's probably not a first rounder again. He was kinda no. but um no. you can see him like by the end of the offseason, being a, being a early second round pick, I think.
3: If yeah, I don't think you're going to have to. If Lamar comes decision,
1: back, though. you know, if Lamar is still a, a Raven next year and uh, we get uh,
3: some good news on that.
1: Uh, I think
2: so we, we are talking about tight end premium. Yeah,
3: yeah we are talking about tight end premium.
0: <laughs> so, I, think,
3: I think the cheapest way, then do you guys think Dallas Goddard will be cheaper? Yeah. So then the way to probably play that would be Dave Devonta Smith in the third. Maybe
2: early, but by the end of the offseason, I don't think so. Yeah. Like a lo- the way a lot of people draft is, like, they say, who are the offenses that I like and who's important for those offenses? Like, let me get those players. I can see Dallas Goddard being like, oh, we love the Eagles offense. and eh, let me get this guy. He got hurt last year. We ran bad. and eh, mm-hmm. we need to get him on our team.
1: You think Goddard will be more expensive than Mark Andrews by the end of the offseason? Do I think it'd be no.
3: No. Oh that's what I thought you said. The Jets should absolutely be doing this. Oh,
2: oh you said when you said cheaper, you meant cheaper than Andrews. I thought cheaper than last year. Okay, uh, see,
1: that's yeah. my bad. No, I mean <laughs> that's uh yeah. I don't I don't totally uh understand all of the Goddard hype. And I haven't for a lot of years, so I'm always underweight on
3: him. But you might have to change that on. next year, man. I was wrong. I don't. I I, I don't get it either. But I'm like I just know I'm going to be wrong on him. So <laughs> like I just I just have a fear of missing out with him.
1: Um. Did he miss any games this year? Yeah. Of, was, yeah. Yeah. Five games. Yeah. I think it was on IR. Right. 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 right.
3: Okay. All right. Well. Um, this game have been so bad i just checked my dk app <laughs> and and i'm breaking the whole slate but the winning scores are also very very low at least my lineup is unique i'm gonna take these sklansky
2: bucks baby all right There we go
1: always good to have some wins
2: yeah gotta get gotta take them where you can get them right for sure
3: yeah that's all i got
1: man Well, uh, good luck to everyone Monday night. Are any of your – do you have any guys going Monday night in any of these teams, Connor?
2: Uh, I've got Tyler Boyd and Devin Singletary. Okay. So when they both go for 40 each, back in the game. All right.
3: (laughs) Yeah, I agree. Goddard can get some steam next year based on his playoffs, and I strongly agree that I is going to be the value again next year, T.E. I see that. Yeah. Maybe may, maybe you get a big Devin Singletary game. Uh, I don't know how much more could really improve Phantom Rico's chances though. But congratulations once again though, man. That's like a huge accomplishment. You should be really proud of it.
2: Thank you, for sure, for sure. Yeah. It's
3: especially because we had a couple of really fun teams that just that just didn't make it.
2: Yeah, and what well, what made it really hard was all the injuries too. Yeah, yeah. So like a lot of the guys I was really high exposure to uh, got injured. We like were talking about Lance, uh, and I think there was a, one, one, uh, one, one day up, uh, and a
3: bunch right. of. Them, I believe. Yeah, right. We had a we, we had a team called Aurora Borealis that had Lamar Jackson, Jared Goff, and Kenny Pickett. Lamar Jackson being out screwed us. It had Etienne, Ramondre. We got that right. Rashad Penny, unfortunately. James oh, okay. Williams. Big one. Yeah, we just had like a lot of just. This was a really good team that just didn't come together.
2: Yeah,
3: I guess like you're the only thing you're gonna learn is NFL is brutal and it's random, <laughs> and you're just gonna keep playing, playing. Just believe that the process is right and keep playing it. You know,
1: I would not believe how excited I was when I saw that Jay Williams on Detroit had like 22 fantasy points.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's oh, uh, d- disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know who else got injured on us? Um, and we also. Mm-hmm. Ran bad on Ty Chandler. Yep, Ty Chandler. The Orbeet one from Minnesota prior to the injury.
3: Given given the way these guys have been playing. Here's
2: another one on IR. Yep. I can say I don't think
1: I've ever had another season where my highest-owned player got cut from two different teams.
3: (laughs) You
2: know? Yeah. There's a story there. I'd love to know it.
3: Yeah, for sure. He got so, caught so quickly the second time, too. Yeah.
1: I don't know. I mean, there were some interesting comments after he was drafted um, from Cliff Kingsbury about kind of, I don't know, like stuff that seemed irrelevant to football, but just about his personality or whatever. So I don't know. I don't know what to make of it. He's just a weird guy. I guess so. Although
3: Cliff's kind of a weird guy. so you know, yeah. Cliff sucks, man. I'm surprised that he still has a job. Yeah. I think they're paying but but that, that happens. I don't know what I'm going to do with my like my username on Twitter. Like I'm going to have to find a new identity.
1: <laughs> I think he'll be a, I think he'll hang around a little while longer. You know, the the injuries that the Cardinals had this year might have saved him for another one more season. Yeah. Cuz you can kind of look at this as like a lost a loss season. Like, ah, bad luck.
2: We'll get him yeah, next year. True. Very shortly though. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah, no. I Man, I'm I'm out in the car. I think the only one I have interest in really is like Marquise Brown, especially if he's in the eighth. Marquise Brown was really late this year too. Yeah. Yeah. Cardinals are gonna be
1: well, I mean, where do you think Greg Dorch ends up?
3: <laughs> uh, I don't know. Twentieth round, but he'd be someone who I want. Right.
2: It'd be a trendy pick though. Yeah, that's true. Could be. Like the people who uh who dropped a lot of running backs and other positions early, they'll be like, Oh, I got a. I got this guy who's uh, gonna score fifteen points when
1: I need him to. Yeah, right. That's true. He's the kind of the kind of wide receiver that the, the running back early guys take. Yeah. Well, I'll just have to draft him a little bit earlier. <coughs> All right. Uh, we've been going almost two hours. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah.
2: I, uh, I didn't know how to say it, but I kind of want to go to bed.
3: Yeah. No thanks this was it this is for real the last pod that we're doing this season probably probably
1: <laughs> uh yeah so definitely follow connor's work uh yeah stat chasing maybe we'll see them again this year stay stay uh you know stay tuned i guess and uh we'll definitely have him back on sometime in the off season to do some more drafts so uh this was a lot of fun best of luck to you hopefully Monday night turns out uh, in your favor
2: yeah yeah fingers crossed right and uh, thanks for everybody who say I tuned in for uh, for two hours, almost two hours as well yeah yeah absolutely. yeah
3: thank you so much for staying with us
2: as
1: awesome. as we, as I, we bring out we were a little bit more entertaining than the game that's on right now so as, <laughs> as we're
3: closing out as we're closing out the book on the 2022 uh, NFL season yeah
1: all right well um yeah remember to rate and review the podcast channel subscribe to our youtube channel all that good stuff and uh thanks again for tuning in we'll talk to you later